Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We are here in the name of Lord Christ Jesus to hear your word. Lord, we want to know about you through the words of the Old Testament. May the Holy Ghost anoint each and everyone in the audience so that our eyes and ears be opened to receive your truth in our hearts. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, Amen. God bless you, dear friends, and welcome to July 17th weekly message. Glad to have you on board today. You are listening to the Last Days Ministry from WGM Church. I hope you all had a blessed week. In today's podcast, we get to see how Christ appeared in the Old Testament. But before we start, let us begin by hearing and believing the Word of God from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. We can know about the Lord really well through the words of the Old Testament. When most people go out and preach the gospel of Christ, they only mention, quote-unquote, the sinless Jesus died for us. What we must understand is how dreadful our sins are, and that how Jesus died because of our sins. Then we can truly understand and know what the grace of Jesus Christ has given unto us. Our today's uh, main text comes from Leviticus chapter 2. It's about meat offering. This is meal, food offering. Leviticus 2. And when any will offer a meat offering unto the Lord, his offering shall be of fine flour, and he shall pour oil upon it, and put frankincense thereon. And he shall bring it to Aaron's sons and priests, 
and he shall take thereof his handful of the flour thereof, and of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof, and the priest shall burn the memorial of it upon the altar, to be an offering made by fire of a sweet savour unto the Lord. And the remnant of the meat offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is a thing most holy of the offering of the Lord made by fire. And if thou bring an oblation of a meat offering bacon in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. And if thy oblation be a meat offering bacon in a pan, it shall be of fine flour unleavened, mingled with oil. Thou shalt part it in pieces and pour oil thereon. It is a meat offering. And if thy oblation be a meat offering bacon in the frying pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. And thou shalt bring the meat offering that is made of these things unto the Lord. And when it is presented unto the priest, he shall bring it unto the altar. And the priest shall take from the meat offering a memorial thereof, and shall burn it up on the altar. It is an offering made by fire of a sweet savour unto the Lord. And that which is left of the meat offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is the thing most holy of the offering of the Lord made by fire. No meat offering which ye shall bring unto the Lord shall be made with leaven. For ye shall burn no leaven, nor any honey, in any offering of the Lord made by fire. As for the oblation of the first fruits, ye shall offer them unto the Lord, but they shall not be burnt on the altar for a sweet savour. In every oblation of thy meat offering shalt thou season with salt, neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer salt. And if thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto the Lord, thou shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruits green ears of corn dried by the fire, even corn beaten out of full ears, and thou shalt put oil upon it, and lay frankincense thereon. It is a meat offering, and the priest shall burn the memorial of it, part of the beaten corn thereof, and part of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof. It is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Apostle Paul said, Let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of an holy day, or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. So in other words, everything that appeared in the law, including today's meat offering, is a shadow, but the body is of Christ. His words testify that all things that appeared in the law were no longer obligatory because of the death and resurrection of Christ. More importantly, because everything revealed in the law has to do with the body of Jesus Christ, in order to know him through the law, we must understand who Jesus Christ is 
and his graven given unto us. Jesus said, Eat my flesh and drink my blood. He was referring to the fact that he was the sacrificial lamb offered to be slaughtered and to be eaten. Now we need to realize that the Lord offered himself as a sacrifice of meat offering. Through the meat offering, we should know the following important facts about the Lord Jesus Christ. The first thing is that the Lord is like the fine flower. The fine flower speaks of the evenness and balance of the character of Christ, of that perfection in which no quality was in excess or none lacking. The Lord is always full of grace and compassion. Like Him, we too must lead a faithful life without spots or blemishes. However, somewhere along the line, human ideologies got mixed into the fine and pure flower-like faith and turned it into a religion. Second, the one-like fine flower was burned with fire. Fire means trial, suffering, and refinement. Just as Christ said that he will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, we who have believed in the Lord must also overcome all the trials of fire and have the same victory as the Lord. Apostle Peter testified of the fiery trials of the saints, 1 Peter 4, 12, and 13. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice, inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Third is frankincense. The fragrance of the Lord is pure and holy. Apostle Paul said that those who are saved, there is the fragrance of Christ unto life. But to those who do not believe, they emit the fragrance of death. Fourth, the absence of leaven in meat offering. The Lord told us to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. He was speaking of their wrong teachings, the incorrect doctrines. Leaven symbolizes sin. There is only the truth in the unleavened Lord. Apostle Paul testified, Romans 3 verse 4, God forbid, Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. The fifth is honey. As today's main text says, neither leaven nor honey could be burned. Honey is a natural sweetener, a natural form of sugar. It is sweet in a person's mouth, however spiritual honey and God's grace have nothing to do with carnal sweetness. When the Lord walked with his disciples, he never joked, he never chatted and chuckled. The only time he rejoiced was when the 70 disciples returned from evangelism. He rejoiced in the Holy Ghost. The Bible does say that the Lord wept, but there is no mention that he laughed. Apostle Paul said the natural man does not know the spiritual things of God. There is spiritual honey in the Bible, 
but there is no worldly fun. David said that the word of the Lord is sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. This signifies eating the word is spiritually sweeter than physically eating the natural honey. Sixth is oil. God commanded a meat offering to be mixed with oil, then to pour the oil. Oil symbolizes the Holy Ghost. When the Lord came into the world, He was conceived by the Holy Ghost. The conception of the Virgin Mary in the New Testament speaks of being conceived by the Holy Ghost in her virgin body as pure as fine flour. When Jesus came up from River Jordan, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Seventh is the oven and the pan. The oven is hot on the inside and the pan is hot on the outside. The oven signifies the unseen sufferings of Christ, his inner agonies. The pan signifies his more evident sufferings. Think about the burned conditions of the Lord before and after his crucifixion. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. Matthew 27, 27 through 31. When you cook meat on a hot pan, the meat shrinks, shrivels, and becomes all twisted and warped. Can you imagine the pain and suffering of the Lord? The body of the Lord is torn and shriveled out in the heat. This is Matthew's testimony. Matthew 27, 45 through 50. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lamas sabachthani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be. Let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Finally, salt. Salt is to prevent rot, the pungency of the truth of God, which prevents the action of leaven. God's word is like salt. When people with an unclean heart hear it, they vomit it out like a loach. Conversely, salt is a seasoning for those who have realized the truth. Salt has two functions, 
to keep from rot and to make it tasteful. By studying Christ Jesus who appeared in the Old Testament, we can all live a life of deep appreciation of the grace the Lord has given unto us. Jesus will return soon. He will come for his church first, the chaste bride of the Christ, before he allows the great tribulation to start on earth. He will then return, on his second coming with the church, to destroy the unbelieving world. He will then set up and rule his millennial kingdom here on earth. He invites everyone into his kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Admit you're a sinner and repent for not believing in the blood shed by Jesus, and believe in this gospel how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You must repent and believe the gospel with all your heart. Pray for wisdom and understanding of the Holy Bible as you study, and let Jesus lead you in truth and spirit. Jesus is waiting for you even today. The day of salvation is now and today. God bless and have a wonderful day.